You're listening to the Thursday catch-up episode of In Love With The Process, and you're listening to the epic sounds, the sounds of the Awaking of Colossus from the dudes over at Magic Sword. Love these guys. Love how epic. I love how big their stuff sounds um and uh i randomly just pick that track here on the soundboard as i'm recording today's show um and as i listen to the opening and as i listen to the sound of colossus coming to life and the 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 structure shaking and the the cracking of cement um i realize that uh you know maybe that's hitting a little too close to home for a lot of my listeners on the show uh today and, um, well, here's the deal. You've heard me talk about how 12 cam has gone viral, right? And you've heard me talk about how 12 cam has gone viral in, uh, multiple countries. And, uh, one of those countries that it went viral, a few of the countries that it went viral in was, uh, Turkey, Syria, um, and, uh, other places all over the planet. But I, I, I didn't, it kind of confused me at first because I was like, why are we so big? Why is 12 cam? Why does everybody want to see 12 cam in Turkey? And, uh, you know, I did a little research and there were a couple of guys that did some viral videos for it and they were talking about how exciting it was, but that still wouldn't, you know, like it's a movie that's in Russian that is subbed in English. So like, why? And it turns out that uh, for some reason, our little film really resonates with these folks. And I've been meeting so many of them. Like, I'm, I don't know how to explain the tidal wave that has been the DMs. And this isn't me bragging. This is just me saying, like, it's been massive. <laughs> like, to, like, I can't keep up with it. Like, hundreds and hundreds of DMs per day continue to come in, continue to come in. I mean, uh, I'm recording this in the first week of February, like... Uh, like this has been going on since November 27th, right? It's insanity, the amount of DMs that have been going. So um, I've met so many really interesting and sweet and lovely people um, from Turkey and from Syria. And these are folks that there's usually some sort of translation barrier, some sort of language barrier uh, between us, thankfully, Instagram does like a translate thing for most folks. But these people are are desperate to to see our film, and they are at at their core hardcore horror fans. Um, and I was just very surprised, being the ignorant sort of American that I am. I I didn't even consider that I would even have an audience there. Um, and uh, I've I had a a, a lovely fan volunteer his time and subtitle the entire film uh, in Turkish. And that's why it's done. I didn't pick a language randomly and do that. I had a fan do that. Like I got him the clip and he did the entire thing and put the subtitles up on the video. Um, so that's why it exists out there. I bring all this up because at the beginning of this week, um, there was a massive, massive earthquake that rocked that entire area. Um, and, um, I did some posts earlier in the week, uh, from just cell phone videos and people that were sending me, uh, this devastation. And there are so many of you 
that are listening and that are fans now that uh, aren't in Turkey. You guys have family there and you guys are living abroad and you haven't heard from family or, or the worst case scenario for some of you, you know, you're digging family out of rubble, which is absolutely horrific. Um, I just want to say that my heart goes out to everybody because I've been asked um, to comment on this. I've also been asked to do posts. That's the least I can do, right? Because the, the big concern now is that after the devastation, um, it's like, how do you rebuild? Where does the support come from? Um, and uh, it seems like we're always dealing with, uh, the, through climate change and everything else, we're always dealing with some intense uh, events that are happening. And the truth of the matter is, is that it will probably happen to each and every one of us in some way or another. Uh, and, you know, I... You know, I live in Los Angeles, you know, this, this place is destined, you know, they make movies like the rock movies about this place falling apart. And when I saw some of the footage of how intense it was, like highways that were falling apart and runways that were split in half and, and just like after the, the quake, like just these old structures that were falling and killing people, it's fucking horrific, man. Uh, so, um, my heart goes out to you guys and girls that are listening to the show. And, um, and, um, you know, if you want to help, if you want to, uh, you know, assist and you want to donate something, maybe it's money. Um, I'm always, you know, cautious about who I donate to because it's like, is the money actually going to, to these folks? Um, I've been trying to do a little research to see, um, what place is the most reputable place? Time Magazine did an article that's interesting, and the, the article is titled, Earthquakes Struck the Heart of the World's Largest Refugee Population, Here's How to Help. Um, it says, the devastating earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria early Monday are affecting some of the most vulnerable people in the world. This is very true. More than 4 million Syrians who rely on immediate humanitarian aid live in that uh, region, according to the UN office. Um, the first earthquake, which was a magnitude of 7.8, is one of the strongest to hit the region in the last century, affecting an area already confronting a cholera outbreak and harsh winter weather. That's fucking brutal. Uh, more than 5,000 people have died, and thousands of others were injured during the earthquake, which struck when people were in bed asleep. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so uh, check out this article. They have uh, suggestions. They have references for places that you can donate. They kind of break it down. You know, be smart about who you're donating to. Find out if that money is actually going to the people and not just going to some fat cat somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, and, um, you know, look, here's... I, it seems like such a dumb thing to offer up, but it's all I can do right now. There are so many of you who are still writing to me from Turkey and that region to I don't I don't know why you would write be writing to me to watch 12 km and I haven't been able to get to all of the DMs. So on today's show, uh, if you want to watch the movie, uh, for those folks that are in that region, I've put a link in my Instagram bio. You will see it listed as the Turkish subtitle version of the film um the password for the website and the password to watch the movie 
is still Turkey. So it's in all caps, T-U-R-K-E-Y. That is Turkey in all caps. If you click the link in my Instagram bio for the Turkish subtitle version of it, um, you can watch the film and maybe, you know, this will help. <laughs> I'm not pretending like it's going to do anything. It just, it's the least I can do. And so many of you are just still begging to see the film. So I hope that you find a little bit of reprieve in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't normally, you know, get into this stuff on the show, but there's just so many of the fans that are being directly affected by this. And um, like I said, I feel fucking terrible about it. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, let's see, what else is going on? Um, I am deep in the cut for this short film, the new film that's coming out. Um, and... Uh, here's something fascinating. I think I talk a little bit about it on one of the other one of these, but um, I'm at this point where I'm going to go back and do some reshoots and um, I'm excited about it, but I'm at this, I'm trying to get this movie done by the end of February, right? And so I talked with Lance, who's acting in this movie and he is busy until the last weekend in February, which is going to condense everything for me. And so what I'm doing now, which you might find fascinating, is I've storyboarded out the shots that I'm going to use and I'm putting them in like animatics into my piece so that way I can continue to pace out the piece and we can sound design the piece we can start to score the piece so shooting the, the elements doesn't slow everything else down and once I'm done talking to you now I'm going to get back behind the computer again and try to run out these uh, at least the final cut of this piece before I add those reshoots um, and I'm uh excited i'm excited with what we came up with last night it's creepy it's scary it's trippy it's weird and i've been fighting this insecurity that i've had uh consistently and i'm gonna say it man i think this insecurity is coming at me from outside it's coming from the business right everybody's like make something scary make something simple and this industry wants the simplest bullshit that they can sell you know turn a light on shut a light off turn a light on there's a monster there great idea let's make a fucking movie about that well, where does it go as a feature? Like, what are we learning? Are we getting anything more from it? And, you know, the, the criticism that I get is that, Mike, you're bucking against the system so much. That's why it's taking you so long to get to the point where you're making stuff. But I want to make stuff that, that resonates. I want to make stuff that resonates with me, right? I want to make stuff that I feel something about. And it usually means it's a little dangerous. It means that we're going to be a little sloppy and weird about our narrative. And it's going to go off in the weird spots because I want to scare you. If I do things too perfectly, if I'm just, the light turns off, the light turns on, the light turns on, there's a monster there. Then you know it. It's so hard to scare you with it. And then what am I scaring you with? Jump scares, right? Because that's all I got. All I got are jump scares. I'm more fascinated with like scaring you with unease and pacing and strangeness. And what's it like if you go on a trip? What's that like? There's something scary that can happen to you there. Like, And what scares me? Getting older scares us all, right? But losing control of yourself, losing control of your body, that's fucking scary. Not a lot of jump scares. Now, there's some that you can do, right? I'll have jump scares on my piece, but just some. And I don't think those are going to be the moments that you remember. I think the moments that are going to stick with you, that will fuck with you, are the strange ones, are the weird ones, are the introspective ones. 
And I've worked really hard on this piece with Lance, and we're trying to make this a very sort of emotional piece. You know, I'm, a bit, I'm trying to add a bit more process, a little, a lot more acting process, a lot more emotional character building than I've had in my prior pieces. So that way you feel a real strong connection with this person as they go through something horrifying. That's the goal. Um, but it's definitely working against the system. You know, Sam is swimming up fucking stream with this shit. And I feel insecure about it, right? So maybe I should just cash in, right? What do you guys want from me? What were your favorite parts of 12 Cam? Was it the jump scare shit? Or was it the weird shit? Write to me on Instagram. Let me know. Let me know if I'm barking up the right tree. Say, Mike, fucking chill out and just just make scary bullshit. And I, I read. I will. Right? Yeah, it's just not what comes to me first, though. It's not my notion. I feel like you guys know me for the other weird shit, right? The cerebral shit? I don't know. I'm getting too crazy about it. I'm insecure right now. We'll we'll make it. We'll we'll get through it. Just sit down, Mike. Cut it. Just cut it. Just finish the cut. Finish the cut. Finish the cut. You'll find it. It'll be there. It's there. What you're hearing right now is the monologue that every filmmaker fucking has. I'm not a special little snowflake with this. Every filmmaker has this monologue. You sit in the outer room and you go, fuck, what do I have and what am I doing? And then you get all this outside pressure from people. And you're like, how do I process that? And what do they really need? And what should I be doing for that? Yeah, it gets it drive you a little fucking crazy, you know? Um, but small problem to fucking have, dude. There's fucking buildings falling on people right now. Anyway, that's it. Wanted to just stop in, talk some shit, um, and give my love. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Uh, I just recorded a banging episode before we did this one with a really great guest. So there's lots of good episodes on the way. So be sure to, to tune in on Tuesday. And here's some homework for those of you that are out there. Um, if you want to support the show, tell three of your friends right now that don't listen to the show. Tell them to listen to it. And if they go, yeah, I'm really not into a filmmaking podcast. You go, well, it's not just about filmmaking. It's about all sorts of stuff. I just had banging barbecue last week. Amazing barbecue last week out here out of a food truck while I was at a brewery and I went and I hung out with the guy talked to him and I think we're going to have him on the show so yes the barbecue episodes are coming back yeah it's going to be a good year this year so make sure your friends are listening make sure you stay tuned and uh, as always I'll see you next Tuesday